Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today, local concerns regarding a proposed mandate to move the state toward all-electric heating systems. I'm Gary Scott and today is Friday, April 7th, 2023. Other stories in the morning brief today. The alleged shooter in a recent road rage incident rejects his plea deal. Daigle cleaning systems expanding toward Glens Falls. Hudson Falls Police Department announces its first ever canine unit. The Queensbury Town Board to hold a meeting on expanding water service. And the All Abilities Production Theater Troupe preparing to present their first show next spring. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls Today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community, and what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the greater Glens Falls area. For example, I would like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Sky Zone Trampoline Park in Queensbury. Sky Zone can set you up with a great birthday party for your kids and less hassle for all you parents. They also offer general admission tickets and memberships with exclusive discounts and access to member-only events. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. And don't forget to grab a copy of the official Glens Falls Today quarterly business report at Spot Coffee in downtown Glens Falls. It's the perfect read to go with your morning coffee. The man accused of shooting another man after a road rage incident in the town of Queensbury last November rejected a plea deal of 11 to 14 years in state prison this week. According to the Post-Star, 34-year-old Adrian Cementol was in Warren County Court on Wednesday in front of Judge Robert Smith to reject the deal offered to him of no less than 11 years and no more than 14 years in state prison with an additional 7-year sentence that would run concurrent with the other sentence. The sentence would also include an order of protection for up to 22 years. Last month, Warren County District Attorney Ben Smith offered Cementel 14 years in prison with an additional 5 years of parole in exchange for pleading guilty to two charges of the six-count indictment. Cementel's lawyer, public defender Brian Pilecki, indicated last month that his client would need more time to consider the offer. The case is on for pre-trial hearings later this month, and a trial is set to begin on May 22nd due to Cementel rejecting the plea deal. He is currently charged with two felony counts of second-degree criminal possession of a weapon, a loaded firearm, attempted assault with intent to cause serious injury with a weapon, assault with intent to cause physical injury with a weapon, and misdemeanor counts of fourth-degree criminal possession of a weapon and third-degree menacing. Cemental is accused of engaging in an aggressive driving encounter on November 27th near the Northway Plaza on Route 9 in Queensbury, then following Brendan Grant's vehicle into the Walmart parking lot where police say a verbal and physical confrontation ensued. He has been held in the Warren County Jail since November 29th, with no bail since it was revoked by Judge Smith in January. As you go about your day, you may start seeing more Daigle Cleaning Systems trucks in Glens Falls. According to our own Kate Haggerty, Daigle Cleaning Systems is starting to expand their business into the Saratoga and Glens Falls areas after their recent stint working in town on the Glens Falls National Bank project. President and CEO Derek Foster and Vice President Michelle Daigle have owned and operated Daigle Cleaning Systems in New York's capital region since 2011. 
The company was named in honor of Michelle's father and Derek's grandfather, Wilfred Daigle, a successful entrepreneur and contractor who sadly passed away in 2016. Daigle Cleaning Systems is a multifaceted commercial cleaning company that is certified green with honors by the International Sanitary Supply Association and Cleaning Industry Management Standard. This comprehensive assessment is given by an independent accredited assessor, and accreditation means the company demonstrates a commitment to the delivery of environmentally preferable services designed to meet customers' needs and expectations. Derek is proud of this certification and recognizes that this industry-leading certification helps demonstrate to their prospective clients that they have been vetted and are legitimate. He said they do everything from basic janitorial tasks to complex commercial move-in and post-construction cleaning operations. They also offer multiple specialty services, including electrostatic disinfection, multi-surface floor care, window cleaning, and storefront cleaning services. He added, quote, There is no building too big and no job too small for Daigle Cleaning Systems. We consider ourselves problem solvers in the world of cleaning, so we like to listen to the problems and challenges that our clients are facing and work toward mutually beneficial solutions that solve those problems. Derek is an RPI graduate and has a background in construction management. After graduation, he wanted to start his own company. The opportunity for post-construction cleanups came along, and Derek realized that this type of work was a niche market in the world of construction. These services were often needed at the last minute. To make his dream a reality, he worked construction during the day and worked with Michelle on the business at night. Things quickly progressed, and a short time later, Derek and Michelle were able to make the jump and be fully committed to their own business. Team Daigle currently manages over 210 client accounts and is growing rapidly across multiple regions in New York State. They currently have 130 employees in the capital region. Derek said they have three offices, two in Albany and one in Clifton Park, which strategically enables them to expand further north. He is excited for the opportunities in Glens Falls, saying, quote, There are larger companies that are up in the Glens Falls area. There are pockets of industrial parks. From a marketing perspective, we haven't put ourselves out there and pursued business. Now we are looking to get our name and our brand up there and help more people. Daigle works with a lot of real estate developers and property managers. Derek said, quote, What we are looking for and targeting are buildings that are 20,000 to 30,000 square feet. That's our target client. We currently manage facilities that are over 500,000 square feet as well. The Daigle Cleaning Academy teaches employees the cleaning processes, standard operating procedure, and all the basics of the company. Each employee spends a full week in the Daigle Cleaning Academy before going into the field. With their eyes set on the Saratoga and Glens Falls area, the Daigle Cleaning Systems team looks forward to continuing their growth. Now before we get to our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we hope to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. One of the larger snowstorms we had last month, which knocked out power in some area communities for up to 48 hours, has reinforced the resistance of State Assemblyman Matt Simpson when it comes to phasing out the use of fossil fuel furnaces, hot water heaters, and stoves in New York. According to the Post-Star, in a recent telephone interview, Simpson said he has real concerns about the mandate, apparently headed to become law as part of the state budget, because the technology has not yet been developed to equip electric heat pump systems with a battery storage device to store up electricity to keep the system operating in the event of a power outage. 
Given the frequency of storm-related power outages in the region, he said electric heating systems may be impractical at this time, adding that the time for this change may still be a couple years out. And while power outages are definitely a concern, Tracy Frisch, chairwoman of local environmental advocacy group Clean Air Action Network of Glens Falls, said it is not a reason to delay the mandate to phase out fossil fuel furnaces. Governor Kathy Hochul said phasing out fossil fuel heating, hot water heaters, and stoves will make New York a national leader in responding to climate change. In her state budget plan, Hochul proposed prohibiting the installation of fossil fuel heating systems in newly constructed residential small buildings in 2025 and larger buildings in 2028. Their installation in new commercial buildings would be prohibited in 2030. The sale of fossil fuel burning furnaces, hot water heaters, dryers, and stoves for installation in existing residential buildings would be prohibited in 2030, and commercial buildings in 2035. The State Assembly and Senate budget plans made provisions more stringent, according to Simpson and various news reports. According to a State Climate Action Council plan, 32% of carbon emissions in New York in 2019 came from buildings. Now, the Post-Star reports the proposed mandate has been controversial. Local Republican legislators have said the plan, although well-meaning, is too ambitious and too costly to be practical. It has also been controversial with the general public. In a Siena Research Institute poll conducted in February, 53% of those responding opposed Hochul's plan, while 39% supported it. Hochul has said that bold action is imperative for New York to comply with the 2019 State Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act, which requires a 40% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions by 2030 and net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. Senator Dan Steck of Queensbury said that New York is already ahead of the pack on climate change actions, and phasing out fossil fuel systems in the state will do little to address climate change on the global scale. He said, quote, the term, I believe, is carbon leakage, referring to an increase in carbon emissions in one country as a result of strict regulations in another country. He said the same concept applies to states, and these types of energy policies should be decided at the national level. A police dog named after a former Glens Falls police officer was introduced this week to the Hudson Falls Police Department, along with the human officer who worked with him from early on. News 10 reports in a Facebook post on Tuesday, Rye was announced as the hound half of the Hudson Falls Police Department's first-ever canine unit. He's joined by Kirsten Lunder, also previously a Glens Falls PD officer. Lunder worked with Rye on basic obedience and training activities to get him ready for the job prior to his time in police dog training school. Rye has been trained to take part in narcotic searches and missing persons cases, and was selected for police work due to his friendly, unfazed personality. On social media, the Hudson Falls PD wrote, quote, Canine Rye has quickly become a favorite amongst his fellow officers, and always brings a smile to those at the police department. Rye was named in honor of Glens Falls police officer Brian Lashway, who died in 2017 after a lengthy battle with cancer. Lashway served with GFPD from 2005 to 2012. Rye was introduced to the Glens Falls community, and his namesake was honored at a ceremony in 2021. The Queensbury Town Board invites the community to a public informational meeting on Monday, April 17th, to discuss possible approaches to expanding municipal water service in the Jenkinsville area and nearby parts of eastern Queensbury. 
The town board engaged engineering firm CT Mail Associates to identify ways to provide municipal water in Jenkinsville after contaminants were found at low levels in some residential wells in the area. CT Mail engineers identified two possible approaches, both of which involved installing municipal water mains in nearby areas, also unserved by town water, in order to reach the Jenkinsville neighborhood. These alternatives and their projected costs will be presented and discussed at the informational meeting, which begins at 7 p.m. at the Queensbury Town Hall. Those who can't attend the meeting in person can watch the broadcast on Look TV or the town's website, or attend via Zoom link, also found on the town's website, queensbury.net. To answer residents' questions, the town board will be joined by representatives of CT Mail and the town water department. No decision on expanding municipal water service will be made at the meeting. The town board is exploring the alternatives and costs and are soliciting public comments and suggestions. The board's goal is to provide municipal water service that is affordable, beneficial, and attractive to the majority of town residents in the area. The town board hosted an initial community discussion on municipal water alternatives in the Jenkinsville area last August. The town board and CTA Mail took residents' comments and suggestions from that meeting and developed the updated proposals, which will be presented on April 17th. And finally, All Abilities Productions, the Glens Falls area's up-and-coming theater troupe with a focus on those with physical and mental disabilities, is getting closer to going on stage. According to News 10, the troupe has announced that it will debut with a performance of Snoopy the Musical next spring. The first-ever All Abilities Productions show is set to come to the Charles R. Wood Theater in April 2024. Written by Peanuts newspaper comic creator Charles M. Schultz, the musical focuses on the world of the classic comic, as told from the perspective of Charlie Brown's iconic dog. Characters like Lucy and Linus can be seen through a new lens in the family-friendly production, with music by Larry Grossman and lyrics by Hal Hackaday. Still a year out, All Abilities Productions now intends to put work into casting and setting up production. Auditions are to be announced in the future. Snoopy is set to hit the stage at Charles R. Wood Theatre on Friday and Saturday, April 26th and 27th, 2024. All Abilities Productions was founded last year by Andy O'Rourke, an actor with cerebral palsy, alongside co-founder Terry Kempf. In the years since, the organization has spent a great deal of time fundraising in order to host its first show, featuring disabled actors, musicians, and more talents from the Glens Falls area. And that is all I've got for the morning brief today. Again, I am Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for the Morning Brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area, so if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back on Monday with more local news you need to know. Have a great weekend. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.